1: Now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. It's brought to you by American Arbitration Association. International trade or business dispute resolve faster with the International Center for Dispute Resolution, the leader in alternative dispute resolution around the world, ICDR.org. Today, Bloomberg Law hosts Sturm Grasso and Greg Store discuss the latest developments in the different legal challenges to President Trump's executive order on immigration, which has been struck down by a federal appeals court and could go All the way to the Supreme Court. They speak with Stephen Vladek, a professor at University of Texas School of Law, and Liza Goytin, a co-director of the Liberty and National Security Program at the Brennan Center for Justice.
2: Steve, pick out one thing in the original travel ban that you think would have to be changed uh, for, for it to survive a court challenge.
3: I think the the first thing is that a new executive order would have to clarify what to this point has only come from the lips of the White House Counsel and the press secretary, which is that the executive order on its face does not apply to so-called LPRs, lawful permanent resident aliens, green card holders. Um, I think that's a no-brainer. I also think, frankly, that if they really want to insulate the executive order from some of the more structural challenges to it, you know, I think they need to reconsider the list of seven countries in the original executive order and the exception to the refugee ban for members of religious minorities. Um, More diversity on the list of countries and the elimination of a religious exception might actually make this much more uh, consistent with the Constitution's protections against religious discrimination. So those to me are the two easiest steps.
4: Liza, assuming that this will be challenged as well, would the government still have to provide evidence to refute claims made By people like Secretaries of State Madeleine Albright and John Kerry, that Trump's executive order would be ineffective in making the U.S. less safe? Yes, I think there is going to be a need for the administration to put on evidence in support of whatever revised order comes out, unless that order looks extremely different from the order that has already been issued, and we know that's not going to be the case. Trump has already said that it's going to differ very little. And the problem for the administration is that there have been so many statements that the president made while he was a candidate and after he was the president, suggesting that the underlying purpose uh, behind this executive order is to try to keep Muslims out of the countries. But that's the background to all of this. And so in order uh, to refute this evidence that, that there is uh, religious animus behind the order, there needs to be something more than just a rote invocation of the words national security. There will have to be some evidence as to you know, why the countries were chosen, whatever those countries may be on this, in this next executive order, and what the security threat is coming from them.
1: And that's Liza Goytin, co-director of the Liberty and National Security Program at the Brennan Center for Justice, and Stephen Vladek, a professor at University of Texas School of Law, speaking with Bloomberg Law hosts June Grasso and Greg Stohr. You can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio.
2: Now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law... Valiant has agreed to pay some of investor Bill Ackman's legal costs in a settlement of a suit by shareholders. They have accused Valiant and Ackman of using non-public information during an attempted takeover of Allergan. Valiant says it will pay 60% of a settlement. The company and Ackman will also split the first $10 million of legal costs evenly.
1: DirecTV is fighting an antitrust lawsuit over the channel that shows the Los Angeles Dodgers games. The company says it refused to pay top dollar for Time Warner Cable's Dodger channel because it had been burned earlier by overpaying to air Los Angeles Laker games. DirecTV denies it was conspiring with others to get an edge on a competitor. The dispute left about 70% of pay TV subscribers in the L.A. area without access to Dodgers games in 2014.